Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Dave. And join us every Thursday for a new episode of Two Player Bros, a podcast about two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and Dave as we talk about the latest in Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and VR news, previews, and reviews. We have it all, and we play it all. And join us every other week for Post Game, where we play through and dive deep into our favorite modern classics and new releases. That's Two Player Bros, available every Thursday wherever you get your podcast. part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the NOMCAST, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week, we review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course, our fellow podcasters. Check us out on the web at nomcastpod.com. Follow us on the socials at nomcastpod. And most importantly, listen and subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Hit that beat one time. like beer because if you do i think you're going to like this episode of cracking one open with mike and elise but also why wouldn't they like the others oh they would they're just also gonna like this episode it's not like they're oh, not gonna like the other episodes oh, oh, okay, also okay honestly we could not be talking about beer i have no inkling of a clue as to what we're drinking this episode that's a lie. No. You peeked at this beer. No, you had a mixed pack of beer and I. Oh, op- no, we're not doing that one. Then I have week. just completely forgotten what we're doing okay. and have no idea what we're doing. Then. All right, then. Well, <laughs> my brain is reset. And, all right. Ten second, yeah. Tom. This week, we're cracking open Moving with the Moon, a hazy IPA from Springdale Beer Company in Framingham, Massachusetts. So <laughs> doesn't ring a bell. It will when you see the can because you were like, oh, that's an awesome can. Okay, so Springdale has an interesting origin story, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Um, The Brewers of Jack's Abbey, which is also located in Framingham, but focuses on craft loggers. So those brewers, quote, found themselves wanting to push the limit of beer far beyond their traditional loggers. That left them with only one choice. Start a whole new brand. Woo! <laughs> that curiosity and willingness to take risks is what launched Springdale, and the quality and expertise in the brewery is what drives Springdale. So that's the main idea behind the brewery. Pursuing curiosity to its fullest by pushing the limits of fermentation and exploring flavors with the hope of creating bold new beers. And to do that, they launched with the largest barrel program in Massachusetts. Over 1,300 barrels currently sit in their tap room, working their slow magic on beautiful beers. <laughs> slow magic. Uh, but aside from barrel-aged beers, they've also explored IPAs, traditional European beers with new twists, and fruit-forward kettle sours. Ooh. One of which we had last year. I don't know if you recall. It was a like a lemon lavender ale. 
I believe that does ring a bell. We, we only grabbed like one can as part of a mix your own six pack, but I I really enjoyed it. I vaguely recall it. Yeah, I vaguely recall liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've already garnered quite a few awards for themselves as well, from uh, ranging in competitions from the Great American Beer Festival to the Great International Beer Festival to Wine Enthusiast. <laughs> Which is interesting because as I was poking around on their website, they only have license to serve beer, seltzer, and cider, specifically not wine or liquor. So I went back to double check, and apparently those wine enthusiast awards were actually for beer. Yeah. Oh. They do beer too. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Just call it enthusiast. Right? Or enthusiast. Oh! Oh! Rebranding. So, unfortunately, I didn't find this out until yesterday as we record this, but... The beer is poisonous. (laughs) Uh, A few people at Springdale have a podcast (laughs) about beer and music um, where they have musicians on as guests, which makes sense because beer and music go hand in hand. But the fact that Uh, Springdale has its own Spotify playlist should have been a tip off. (laughs) So their podcast, if you would like to check it out after finishing this episode, of course, is called Our Beer Could Be Your Life. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but I did follow it for later. Cool. So the song that inspired today's beer, Moving with the Moon, is called Thinking of a Place by The War on Drugs. On their website, it says, quote, this 11 minute song will send you through waves of emotion as you sip on this fourth release in our 2021 Hazy IPA series. And yes, I did put this song on while I was doing my beer search and I really (laughs) dig it. Um, I actually added it to one of my own playlists. Are we going to get a sample of it at some point in the edit? I assumed so. I was going to play it for you at least. Yeah, I, need, I haven't listened to it yet. Um, and quote, moving with the moon is one of the lyrics in the song. So there's the the hard connection um, to the beer, if you will. But mm. dear listener, if you do go out and try this beer, I encourage you to check out Springdale's website as well, because they go very in depth with how this song inspired the name of the beer, the can artwork, especially like someone, the person made like a flow chart of their inspiration for the can it's really really cool like whoa yeah like go do your do your that's too in depth (laughs) no i'm not kidding that's that's perfect So let's get to the beer. This hazy IPA clocks in at 6.7% ABV and is brewed with Simcoe, Bravo, and Idaho 7 hops. So we're very familiar with Simcoe hops. They've uh, got a lot of those bright citrus flavors along with the earthy undertones, a lot of grapefruit, pine, and herbs. And Simcoe hops are really versatile, so they're used in many different types of beer to complement the other hops that are being used. Because of its high alpha acid and relatively low cohumulone levels, it makes for a very good foundational bittering hop. In fact, its nickname is Cascade on steroids, 
and it's often used in conjunction with Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, and Citra, just for that extra punch. So the fact that it's not used with any of those beer or any of those hops in this beer makes it a little more interesting. Simcoe is also useful for its aroma qualities because it has that nice balance between pleasantly fruity and earthy or piney. So it's a really solid dual purpose hop. And like I mentioned before, it seems like Simcoe can just be used in pretty much anything. Um, It's used in IPAs, double IPAs, India Black Ales, India Red Ales, Barley Wines, Amber Ales, American Stouts, American Porters, American and Belgian Wheat Beers, and Lagers. But is it, though? Did I stutter? But is it? You said (laughs) it can be. I want an example from each of those styles. All right, moving on. Next up, we've got Idaho 7, which I'm excited about because... We've only covered it twice on the podcast, and one of which was the cryo version. I know. That that got me excited when you said Idaho 7. Yep. But both times, the beer was excellent. So Idaho 7, released in 2015 and named for its home state, is a late-maturing aroma hop that practically drips with juicy tropical and stone fruit. Think tangerine, apricot, orange, papaya. And that aroma is supported by sticky pine and faint notes of earthy black tea. Sticky pine is my old jazz man name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm labeling you as sticky pine in in our like Instagram (laughs) posts from now on. Um, It's perfect for late additions, but it also has enough alpha acids to work for bittering too. This makes it excellent as a single hop or part of a blend for IPA, pale ale, and hop-forward American wheat beers. And finally, Bravo! A new new hop to talk about. Ooh, hold on, I gotta, hold on, I gotta dust the old notebook off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Bravo hops, which were released to the public in 2006, are the result of open pollination by a super alpha variety of hops, including Zeus. Its bittering quality is considered smooth, and in addition, light floral aromas and subtle flavors of orange and stone fruit make it desirable in many different ale styles. Bravo apparently also has a history of being picked up by breweries on the West Coast where similar hops, like Chinook, Columbus, and Warrior, have been low in supply. (sighs) So, to be clear, I don't know which of those hops are low in supply, just that they're kind of comparable to bravo (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i got Ooh, i didn't realize we had a new hop in this thing now i'm excited i was excited about the idaho seven too Mm -hmm. let's drink this beer (gasps) and we're back are you ready to crack it open yeah boy all right Ooh. Oh, I got that stone fruit right off the top. Idaho 7, baby. <laughs> that is exactly the color I expected. Yep. Although it pours out like a it's clear not straw quite color, as which hazy. is interesting. Yeah. They call it a hazy IPA, but it's not crazy hazy. Crazy hazy. Crazy hazy. Oh my God, that's going to be my hazy IPA. <laughs> it's probably already taken. That's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's child's play. Nice head. Decent head. Bubbly. Very bubbly. 
Yeah, you can see the bubbles in this, which is weird for a hazy boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, look at my glass. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really covering your glass. <laughs> oh, this smells really good. Let's dive in. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that's refreshing. Yes. It's got like a pineapple sweetness. Yeah, I'm. That's that's what I'm trying to like determine. This got this sweetness that's not. It's Syrupy not just one one note hazy IPA. Like, oh, that's good. That's a, that's that's the sweetness like you'd get if you ate a pineapple. That same exact kind mm -hmm. of sweetness, like really sweet syrupy, but not. It's not fake. Not artificial. And it's not artificial, it's not and it's not pineapple thick. syrup. It's not yeah. thick. It's just. That a same juice sweetness. kind of sweetness. Although there's obviously no actual pineapple in it. Yeah. Hops be crazy. Hops are crazy. So that's got to be the Idaho 7 and Bravo. Oh, for sure. The Idaho 7 is like mm -hmm. boom. I, it's yeah. not heavy like you'd expect it to be. No, especially for 6.7. Yeah. Which isn't like insane, but it's up there. I think that's kind of normal for a hazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not super bitter. It's not super thick, if that makes like it's not in like in its mouth it taste. A, it's not yeah, heavy. It has or, a lighter mouthfeel. It's not it's not thick and pillowy, but it is light. Right. It is a little heavy, not like in like you drink it like, ooh, that's gonna weigh me down, but a little heavy and like it's not it's got a lot it's of not something you stuff can going on. It's in the not heat. a session, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a session or a lager or a pilsner. But that's not what, it's not what it's trying to be. Oh, anyway. no, not at all. But it's not like I'm trying to compare it against your typical hazy beers where it's just like, yeah. woof, like 13 months mm -hmm. of sun, uh, which is like your favorite beer is a great hazy IPA. Yeah. But, but that sucker is them. like, yeah, that sucker is one and done. That is a that yeah, is a hefty one and done. That is a hefty boy. <laughs> all right. Three and done for you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think that this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I think that this is this is on the head. I'll, I'll, the only thing that I would say about this is there's a little bit more yeast than I'd like that I can taste. Really? Okay. And I don't know if that's because I drank a beer yesterday that was really yeasty. Oh, yes. Almost did. too yeasty. Yeah. And now that I'm drinking this, it's like I'm super You're more sensitive in tune to with it. it. Like, okay. Uh, yeast. Because I was going to say, I'm not getting that. So I, I think you might be a, a little more sensitive to it right now. The most thing I'm sensitive to right now, though, is that pineapple juice kind of sensation, that real pineapple, pineapple right? like, like in a great way. Too. Yeah, it finishes in. A, is it papaya that it finishes into? I think so. Because it finishes guava. into something else that yeah. I can't really. Oh, guava. Yeah. I think it's like guava. It's definitely not. I don't get a lot of apricot like you would expect with most hazies <laughs> yeah no you don't get a lot of apricot which i like because i'm yes i'm i'm done with apricot i don't know if i'm, I'm done, done with done apricot with it, but i'm sick of it <laughs> it's nice not to talk about it being apricot or papaya mm -hmm. on the show um that being said though in general i haven't had anything super apricot or papaya in a while yeah well i think i've also been specifically avoiding it oh which is good because <laughs> we can't just talk about how how papaya or apricot things are yeah. on the show Again, not that there's anything wrong with that. And those are the kind of beers if we go to a brewery, we have all the time. It's yeah. just you can't talk about that on a podcast all the time. Yeah, you can't can't flesh out a 30 minute episode talking. So what are you drinking today? Apricots. Cool. Uh, cool. Again, <laughs> it's got a little bit of um, sediment. It's got a little bit of sediment. Oh, yeah, I've got one or two pieces floating up, but uh, not many. I do not. You don't at all. 
That's interesting. I just so saw two pieces floating. Purposeful. They probably filtered it pretty well. You bastards missed a couple. That's fine. How dare you? I'm okay with sediment. Yeah. Um, except for sometimes where they like go, oh, people love sediment, and it's like a teaspoonful at the bottom of my glass. Yeah, I don't want to chew my beer. Yeah. Ugh, that, that's a lot at the end. What was that? The that one beer with the the galaxy on the can that was like so chunky. I don't know. The beer was good you, though, but that last it. sip was disgusting. Yeah. Yes. I will admit that was one where you had to leave that last sip behind and it was impossible yeah. to clean the glasses. <laughs> it was good though. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sediment for sediment's sake of like, hey, look, we're hip. Yeah. It's like you you gotta know your limits. Are you hip or are you just lazy? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I love the carbonation in this too. Mm-hmm. That it has carbonation. Usually in hazies, I mean they're carbonated, but you can't point out the carbonation, you know? Yeah, it's almost like the bubbles are so small that they're not really like detectable on the, your tongue. And the beer is so pillowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this case, though, I can detect the bubbles. I can feel them on my tongue, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's it's almost like a toned down double IPA in terms of its heft. And bubbleness. Okay. Yep. I can see that. And also in terms of its sweetness, like a double IPA is usually super sweet, mm-hmm. but this is a little sweeter than your average IPA, but in a natural way, yes. which I really enjoy. Could I have a ton of these? Probably not. Probably not. Would I have, a, if I was at a brewery, would I have a second one? Probably. Yeah. I would probably have a second one of these. Uh, if I was outside on the deck in the summertime, I'd have... I could have this outside in the deck. I can't say yeah. I'd have a ton of them, but you could definitely have this in the summertime. Yeah. Which is when we're recording this. <laughs> There's one thing in this I can't taste, though. Which is? Uh, the moon. <laughs> when would you like to hear the song that inspired this? I guess I could listen to the song now. Well, that was 11 whole minutes. <laughs> hey. Uh, it was a very good song. Respect, yeah. It's a, it's, it is definitely the type of music that I would listen to, for sure. Exactly. Just in an 11-minute version of a song. <laughs> it's just three times longer than my than normal songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is very good. Three times longer to finish the beer. Yeah, no, it's definitely like a chill out and drink some beer song, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. it's the perfect song for that. It's the perfect song to play while you're figuring out can art. It's the perfect song to figure out... What you're going to do with that beer. It's a perfect thinking song. Yeah. Uh, I, you told me that, well, off air as we listened to the song, that you thought I'd like this band, and I am pretty sure I've heard other songs by them. I don't want to, like, go through and talk about, like, oh, this, this, because we are not a podcast about music. Yeah. Um, But I am pretty sure I've heard stuff by War on Drugs before, and, and that is a very good song, and I can see how... It would be inspiring. When you're chilling, you, it, it could inspire you, yeah. And you during that time, you also showed me the chart from the can artist, mm-hmm. which I thought was really, really interesting and neat, uh, how she planned hashed it all out and out. hashed yeah. it out and came up with the ideas, and it was like a flow chart. It was mm-hmm. really, really cool. I liked that a lot. Very well thought out. And like you you can see in how intricate the, the can art is that oh, yeah, a she, lot of thought was put into it. She put the thought into the can art that screenwriters and directors put into creating a film story, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of flowchart. It was, it's, it was really awesome. Like <laughs> almost too much, but really cool. Yeah. 
Like that's that's awesome that somebody would put that much thought and effort into the can art. I mean, obviously, a lot of these can arts are beautiful, and I don't want to take away from any of that. And, it, and their yeah. process, they all probably have processes, mm-hmm. but the flow chart. The, the character flowchart speaks to me as an actor exactly. and screenwriter. I knew it would. <laughs> that I, I really, I really appreciated that. So that being said, it seems like a natural right transition to talk to, about the can yeah. art. So the can art, it's a tall boy can with a just stick on wraparound label, not the full press. The left side says Springdale Beer Company in very bold aerial kind of font. Just boof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's white. And then the edge of that little banner has some zigzag that then bring you into the actual can art. The can art is, as with something called moving with the moon, space, 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 <laughs> space. Uh, it is a starry sky, but the stars are are speckled. They're like, bloop, like almost like you threw paint on it. Mm-hmm. They're not perfectly sized. They're not perfectly round. But As they well, are, they should not be. They are exactly what you would see in space in terms of the colors, though. They're not all white. They're not mm-hmm. all yellow. Mm-hmm. They're blues and almost pink, but not quite pink. A little bit red dots. There's light green. There's dark green. There's white. There's silver. There's, I think, a yellow in there. There's just like all these different colors, and they're all a little metallic-y and shine, and it's beautiful and awesome, and it's very much what stars in space actually kind of look like in yeah. terms of different colors that are all the same color. Yeah, all. they're not the same color. They're not the same size. Although they are usually circles <laughs> where these are, but they're close enough because they're so small. Then you've got all the phases of the moon that are a semi-realistic drawing of the moon, starting in all of its phases in rows of four, which I think is really cool. And then Throughout the moon, on top of the moon, you get these waves of color. And mm-hmm. these waves of color were inspired by the song, that, as you can see in the flow chart, and what, mm-hmm. what they thought of when they were doing all this stuff. And it was one of those kind of um, fiber wire kind of uh, rainbow LED light, lights. LED lights. Yeah. And so she took that idea and made it this wave going across the moon, which is really, really cool. And it pops because the, the, black, the background of the black is matte. Yes. And then... The the rainbow, like the the fibrous rainbow fiber part of it is iridescent almost. It is. It's metallic, much like the stars, but like more so because it's these stripes going across and they're not perfect and they overlap and they're like hairs or string going across, which is really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And the matte black, I don't also think is a perfect black. I think it's like a, a really, a really, really dark blue, dark blue or yep. gray that almost... Almost as black, but not quite. And I think that helps everything pop as well because you don't get this dark can. Everything is kind of bright. Or in this case, the can itself is a little muted, which makes everything else pop more because it's not just black. And I almost wonder if they tried it first with everything matte black and they were like, ah, like something's off. (laughs) The the color is needed. The color really like, ooh, color. Yeah. Uh, And then on the top, you get Springdale Beer Co., what I think is interesting is the Springdale is smaller font and Beer Co. is bigger font. But I do like when they do Co., they do the big C, little O, but with the line under the O and the O is lifted yeah. up. I love that. It looks fancy. It, it is just fancy. But what I also like is the line under the O is actually that same as the white border. It's that jig jag. Oh, is it? Uh, kind of border thing. Yeah. Nice. I didn't even notice that. 
then it says moving with the moon in similar font to the Springdale Beer Co. up top. Nothing crazy. Hazy IPA. And then you've got a little hop symbol a little bit further down, which is in all white. And then a line and it says Bravo Simcoe Idaho 7. I like that they have the hops listed right under. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a standard for them, but that's really cool. I would assume it's it's standard for the hazy series that this is a part of. Okay. Well, that makes sense because right under that is a a label, a banner, a logo, if you will, for the hazy series. Uh, it's a circular logo. It says limited edition in the inside outside border. Limited edition rotating series inside are two buzz saws or two big tree saws, which is probably something about Springdale that we don't know about. Yeah. Which I, is probably why there's I didn't the zigzag. I explanation about yeah. the, the logo. That's probably why you have the zigzag uh, border. Oh, true. Something about true, saws. True, true. So the two saws are crossing in an X. Inside you get B on the, the left, S on the top, and C on the right. And underneath it says Nipa. N-E-I-P-A, New England IPA. Uh, and then you get 6.7 alcohol by volume, 16 fluid ounces, one pint. And then there's a little thing on the side, and this is where they kind of stand out from everybody else. Mm -hmm. So this little block on the side gives you all the information about the beer that you want. It says, fresh and ephemeral. We believe that not all good things are meant to last, and this series allows us to create beautiful, fleeting moments of fresh flavors. Enjoy each of these moments to the fullest with a, with a fresh IPA that won't last. And then it says, has headphones inspired by the 2021 Springdale playlist. Press play at bit.ly backslash SBC playlist. Flavor forward fermentation. Join us at Instagram Springdale beer. Do the world a favor. Please recycle the logo of the state of Massachusetts with a star probably where Springdale is. Which means Springdale's actually pretty far from us, Massachusetts. -wise. Yeah, I don't know where Framingham is. Uh, it seems a little far from us. We're about equidistant between New York and and Massachusetts, a little closer to New York. Yeah. Uh, or Boston, as it were. But most of Massachusetts, it's very far. Uh, SBC Co. Label again, brewed and packaged by Springdale Beer Co. One hundred Clinton Street, Framingham, Massachusetts. Visit us at springdalebeer.com. India Pale Ale, made in the USA. And then the government warnings on the side. Interesting. I find it very interesting that Jack's Abbey is not listed anywhere on here. The name, anything that's yeah, associated with them. That's true. I mean, I guess they just really <clears throat> want to differentiate themselves. They made the, an, a whole other brewery. Yeah. I, I just, that's yeah, cool. The only thing I have in my mind to compare myself with that mm -hmm. is Area 2, okay. which is Two Roads Second Brewery, and that's called Two Roads, parentheses, or Two Roads, two roads colon, yeah. Area 2. I mean, they you just call it Area 2 half the time, but it's yeah. it's a separate brewery that's part of the main one. And we've done a couple of other beers as well where I they've was, had like separate- Yeah, I was just going to say, the I can't recall when we did Relax by Offshoot. Uh, and they are part of the brewery B-R-U-E-R-Y. Mm -hmm. I can't remember, was the, was the brewery's logo on Offshoot's can? You know, it was a long time ago. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. And I keep seeing some, like a few cans from the brewery pop up in our local liquor store. And I'm so tempted to get them. But they're literally like $15 a can. <laughs> 
Like, I, I just can't justify it as much <laughs> as delicious as it sounds. One day, one W will be rolling in cracking one open money. Yeah. Or cracking one open <laughs> free beer sent by breweries. Um, but I think that's interesting. But I, I think that Jack's Abbey, I don't know, any of our listeners who are maybe on the West Coast or mm-hmm. Midwest, maybe it's not like this. But Jack's Abbey, where we are, is a big name. Yeah. Like putting that on your can is going to sell some extra beer, I would think. But maybe that's not the point that they're trying to make. That's not the point. And they believe in their product enough that they don't think they need it. And they don't. This product speaks for itself. This is (laughs) good friggin' beer. This is great. This is a fantastic hazy. This kind of reframes hazy in my mind because I've had hazy so often. Yeah. And we have hazy all the time. And I love them. Most of them, not all of them. Sometimes some people can't do hazy, right? But most of them do a pretty good job. And I, I do like hazy beers, but they're very, they have kind of, I don't want to say they're all the same. They have set standards. Yeah. Almost. And this is just like, nah, 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 hazy beer too. It's a hazy beer too. But we're not trying to be like them. We're going to be like us, but it's hazy. It's a hazy IPA. And like resets what I consider to be a hazy IPA. Yeah. Like a hazy IPA doesn't need to just be all bitter or all pillowy feel. It can have carbonation. It can have sweetness from this pineapple juice coming through. It can have this this lightness that the other beers don't. It can be a darker straw color. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a light. I haven't had any water. Let me pee in this Ew, toilet bowl. Oh What's God. going on? I cloudiness. knew exactly where you were going as soon as you started that <laughs> sentence. Like that's, but that's what a hazy IPA looks like <laughs> half the time. This and is not your father's hazy IPA. It really isn't. I can see my, <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't have a lot left, but I can see my fingers touching the other end of this, this uh, stemmed Margaritaville glass. Uh, that's right. I'm drinking fancy Margaritaville. Only this is the Mohegan Sun Margaritaville. <laughs> And if anybody knows Mohegan Sun Casino, uh, they'd know Margaritaville no longer exists there. So this is a collector's item. Well, so is my glass. This uh, tall, tall boy Estrella glass from Uno stolen, <laughs> stolen by my best friend for me because I didn't have the, the guts. <laughs> but uh, that location closed. So I feel no guilt. <laughs> I mean, I guess I feel like you could probably still buy that glass somewhere. I've literally never seen this. For a purchase before oh, but it is a dope glass yeah <laughs> that is really all i've got left on this beer i mean try yeah. this beer moving with the moon hazy ipa by springdale beer co mm-hmm. i guess check out their podcast because you already said to but i mean they're not us or forgotten entertainment <laughs> so do what you gotta do hopefully they'll shout us out that'd be cool uh uh we probably get a lot less listens than you guys <laughs> if you're even listening if you even decide to listen but but also that being said, like the this is not the first good beer we've had from them. So definitely check out the rest of what they have to offer. Right, 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 right. I really want a Jack's Abbey right now. That's all I know. It's like the whole time we're doing this podcast, I'm like, I haven't had one like a year and a half. It's been a little while. Last one I had one was at a restaurant somewhere. Had a burger with it. Yeah, it's good. But this is also good. This is also really good. All right. So, uh, yeah. Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, and share it with your friends. And then subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on crackandoneopen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or 
wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at open, or shoot us an email at open at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions. Heavy on the suggestions because we want to hear from you. Yeah, we can't just roll up into a liquor store every day and like try to find these it's beers. It's getting so old, guys. Like we we need ideas. <laughs> find us some stuff, man. Anybody who has any ideas, <laughs> let us know. Anybody who has beers that you love, let us know. We'll, yeah, we'll pick it love, up and talk we'd about love it. To talk about it. I mean, even if we don't like it, which is unlikely because we love beer, that we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we'll still talk about it, give you some information on something. If you guys mm-hmm. have a favorite beer, obviously we're based in Connecticut, so it's got to be something close to us. Or if you can or send us something. to us, yeah. Yeah. Or if you're a brewery, we'd love to hear from you. You guys have something new out, you'd love to pimp, pimp it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got to get it. Again, we'll pay for it if we have to, but also if you can send us it, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you want to chat uh, about it a little bit, we can do a Zoom call, whatnot. Yeah, put you on. Let's go. That's... That's the end of our plea. Yeah. All right. So what you got? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I've just got audiobooks like Sour, Coffee at Midnight, Progressive Entrapment, Switch Art Fart and Gangsters, The Final Girl. It's just books, you know, on audible.com. I'm Michael Butler. Just look me up. Look for those books. Buy them. I don't get paid unless you get those books. And I'd like to quit my day job. I'm doing a lot of other stuff. and My day job's kind of bringing me down. <laughs> So help me out, Bama Books. Uh, I've also got two other podcasts I do for the Forgotten Entertainment Company, this being a part of them. But the two other podcasts are Forgotten Cinema, a podcast I do with my buddy Mike Field, where we talk about films that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie. Maybe don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. You never know, you might find your own forgotten gem. I've also got Two Player Bros, a podcast I do with my buddy Dave, sometimes my brother Alex, sometimes myself, where we're two guys who talk about video games, everything video game, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, VR, we have it all, we play it all, we'll give you previews, news, reviews, Uh, we talk about all this video game stuff, E3 just happened, Uh, our newest episode, we're going to talk all about E3, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we saw, what we didn't see that we wanted to see, Uh, so check that out. Both of those podcasts are available at ForgottenEntertainment.com, along with this one, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and follow us all on the social medias. That would be friggin' fantastic. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. And until next time. Cheers! Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one because your glass is empty. You finished before me? Oh, my <laughs> God. You were talking a lot. <laughs> Sorry that the can was interesting. Love God. You. <laughs>